All right, something that came across uh, here just um, today that I saw uh, concerning Amber Heard. I, I read a little meme-like thing on Facebook that said, never try to destroy someone else's life with a lie when yours can be destroyed with the truth. This is Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. I like that, okay? Number one, I like it in the fact of the whole trial situation. I'm not going to get into that. Some people um, really got into it. I, I did see someone on my Facebook said, you know, if you're a, if you stand up for Johnny Depp, um, please uh, unfriend me. Um, so we got polar side, you know, polar positions on both sides because you got some people that were that are going to take up for Johnny Depp because he's Johnny Depp, um, and some people are going to. Um, see the level of craziness, even though there was some level of, you know, there, there's some very strong dysfunction with Johnny Depp, no doubt. Um, I'm not taking sides either way. Um, I mean, I have my own position on it, but anyway, um, that's not going to affect directly your and I's life, except for it did bring narcissism and things up, um, you know, in front of a lot of people, uh, you know, and I, I will say that that was a positive thing. Now, you, you know, depending on which side you could say, which was a narcissist. Um, but, you know, to me, it was very clear. But here's here's what I want to say. Um, never try to destroy someone's life with a lie when yours can be destroyed with the truth. So when when I think about that statement, here's what it says to me. You know, um, there's a lot of people uh, out there listening to me that your life was nearly destroyed with the lies of a toxic person. The person uh, clearly lied about you in every direction. Um, they, and you know, these lies are not made to just hurt us. They're made to destroy us. Um, I had a woman um, just this week, um, you know, contacted me to let me know that uh, the person that she was with for years refused to marry her. And uh, I think 18 years, just put it off, put it off. And they separated. And within like a month and a half, um, he ends up marrying the next door neighbor. Okay. And, you know, that's a painful blow. And, you know, as, as awful, as awful as that is, um, remember, you didn't lose what you didn't have. Um, that person has, whether he was trying to get, uh, I mean, they bought they bought wedding rings, um, everything, and been planning for years um, over it. And then um, there came a point where he was getting so, you know, uh, verbally and everything abusive. But to turn around and slap her in the face by getting married is is it's pretty drastic. Um, you know, I. It, it's not we're never going to understand these people i mean we can we can get a psychologist we can set them down here we can sit there and have a discussion they say this is why but even if you fully understand it it's not necessarily going to help you heal what you have to remember is a, to a toxic person a narcissistic person um they're never going to give you closure you're not going to have it um it's meant to be that way so you have open tabs in your mind okay when you have open tabs you're susceptible to getting pulled back in you're susceptible to never getting over the situation and that's why i call you to get over the situation okay now it, obviously it's a lot easier said than done there's steps there's grieving processes there's 
um, even, you know, this uh, severing the or, or cutting the um, emotional um, soul ties or whatever you want to say. Okay. There's steps. There's um, there's grieving the loss of what you thought you had. There's grieving um, just, you know, the whole thought that they're going to change or whatever will be. You've got all of these things to deal with. When you add in that you want closure, you want understanding, um, either, you know, I put an article or a little statement out, you know, people need to seek understanding rather than being understood. Well, that's great. That's great. Um, but when it comes to this, um, you're never going to fully understand. You're going to always have questions if you allow the questions to continue to run through your mind. They're just going to be there. Okay. You're not going to all of a sudden be like, oh, I got it all, you know. The thing is, is you have to just say, you know, I don't understand it. Um, all I know is how they acted, how they behaved, how they treated me. And it's not okay. And I'm going to have to just put that one to rest and um, pick up my life and keep moving on. Okay. That, that's the only way to victory for, for most people. Now, now I would say as a, as a Christian, you know, that, um, that, that God uh, does certainly come and help out. But I will tell you this, even as a Christian, there's a lot of Christians out there that listen to me that uh, that still struggle, that haven't gone through um, the healing. They still have to do the hard work. God is not going to just give it to you. He's not going to just hand it to you and say, well, you went through that trial now and you pray and it's going to be taken away. There's just there's hard work that has to be done, whichever side you're on. Um, I mean, it's like this. I mean, we as as a if you're a believer, you can pray for money, but if you don't go to work, expect to go hungry. Okay. Um, now, so my point of this is truth that sets you free is a truth that, um, does the justice side of things for them. Okay. Now it doesn't always happen right away. It doesn't even happen sometimes, um, maybe a year, two years. In my case, you know, it all came out. Um, well, not all, but enough, uh, enough to get full custody of my son, enough um, for people to see how uh, deranged and crazy um, the person is. Um, but, you know, that's not the point. I mean, who cares? At the end of the story, you know, people want, we want vindicated. We want people to understand this. But at the end of the day, when you carry on your life, no matter if it was published on the front page of the New York Times or the Washington Post and it was put on um, you know every social media outlet that they're wrong you're right it, it's not going to help you heal it's not um, because that's that's seeking vengeance um, healing is an inside job done by none other than yourself okay now I could say this that it's also a job done um, you know as you you pray and you trust God and and he can certainly give you the wisdom, the strength, and uh, all of that good stuff, okay? No doubt. But but the job still has to be done by none other than yourself, okay? Now, I wish um, I could just pray and, and, and it was like a, you know, rubbing a, a, a genie lamp and, and your wish is my command. Well, God's not at our beck and call. And, and the reason why he doesn't do that, he wants us to learn from it, to grow from it. Um, and so a lot of people will, that's why people will go from one relationship to the next. If you're, if you're there, this is not condemnation. This is saying you didn't heal. That's why you got into a bad relationship the second time, third time, fourth time, whatever it is. Okay. Um, so, uh, God is, he wants you to learn so that you don't repeat your mistakes. 
as best as your ability. Now, I do know another uh, woman that um, is local here. She was uh, in a bad relationship when she was young. Um, she ended up having a child. She ended up having uh, another a very abusive relationship for several years. She finally decides to get married to a guy that seemed like he was a, um, a Christian. Uh, maybe he is. I, I don't know. But he had some other issues and problems, and they just recently got divorced. And, and you know, it's sad. Um, I'm not calling him narcissistic. I'm saying he's toxic. I'm saying that he has um, some other issues uh, that are clearly not worthy of being a husband to somebody. Um, you know, if he goes off and gets married again, he'll be in the same situation or that woman will have to tolerate and put up with a lot, you know. Um, but that's how this goes. So my my encouragement to you is to understand the truth that sets you free is a truth that's going to ultimately hang them in court. Now you get all excited and, and you know, I have some people that I'm, I'm helping out with currently here and there. And they're like, oh, he did this or she did that. Um, okay, well, great. You know what that's done? That's put bullets in your gun um, for, and I obviously don't mean literal, um, you know, for, for court. And you are loading up. Um, they're just giving you ammunition um, to be used. And, and so be thankful for it. Uh, be thankful for these crazy actions of these people. Um, I'm here to tell you that I personally had some freak out moments when you know the other person did some things and and I wasn't uh, very happy but I remember uh, clearly it was actually my sister uh, I've, I've mentioned her several times on here because she helped me out a lot but and even um, a couple of my friends they'd say that's wonderful and I'd say what do you mean that's wonderful that's not wonderful uh, yeah and they're like yes it is because every bit of crazy she shows is um, also what other people will see, including the judge, and uh, they want to do what's right, and so that's exactly what happened. And so the thing that um, you know Amber heard, if you're on that side, so we'll just pretend you know that you're on that side. So don't the purpose is not that you get offended, um, and I'm not that I'm too worried about that, but I I'm not here to you know purposely cause any any um, offense, but you know. I don't know. I wasn't there, but I've seen the trial. Based on the trial, based on what I've seen, based on, you know, clearly this this woman's a liar. She's crazy. Um, she has some issues, okay? And and I'm not mad at Amber Heard. I could care less, actually. Um, wish the best for both of them. Um, but ultimately, uh, you have somebody who's lying, and that lies ended up being the thing that no one believed her. The jury did not believe her. So rejoice when these people, um, you know, continue to betray you and things. I know it's hard. I know it's very difficult. I know it's difficult when they rant and rave and say negative things and try to run your name in the dirt. And um, But ultimately, it's all going to work out for your good. Um, just remember, especially as a believer, you know, your, your promise that, um, that uh, you know, what, what they meant for evil, God means for good. God will bring the good out of it. If we trust him and uh, we don't try to, you know, get in the way and we're not trying to, um, uh, you know, interfere or get vengeance for ourselves, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. And, and you know, God will repay. I, I think there's a lot of payments still due to a lot of parties, including the one that I dealt with. I think there's a, 
there's a, a, a big payment that is going to come due one day. And, um, I, you, you know, and that's, if it does, it does, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not up to me. I'm not worried about it. I don't think about it. I don't even, um, wish it. I don't even take time to even think about it. Um, so I just want to encourage you, um, to realize that, uh, just stay faithful, stay steadfast and watch the Lord work on your behalf. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day. And until next time, again, as we always say, overcome evil with good. This is Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. Today, let's talk about speaking from your pain versus speaking in your pain. (laughs) You know, this is an interesting subject. Uh, It's because this. There are people that speak, let's say on Facebook, on YouTube, especially social media, more like Facebook, Instagram, tweet, tw- uh, Twitter, um, and they're they're speaking in their pain. Um, when they are speaking in their pain, that is not healed from their pain. Okay, uh, when you're still in pain, right, your perspective is quite different. Now, I'm not talking about pain like. You know, we're we're naturally we're going to hurt, and it's going to be something's going to be painful. But what happens is it skews your perspective. There's a there's a song uh, by uh, NF. Uh, if anybody's ever heard of NF, um, I'm sure a lot of you have. Um, you know, well, it's not just a song. There's multiple songs. But I remember my son. Uh, younger son was listening to it one day and then I started listening to a little bit more of the music and realized that he was speaking of a lot of toxic situations growing up and uh, people like NF people like um, a lot of other artists out there a lot of people here on Facebook speak in their pain and they rant they rave they 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 cuss they threaten, they do whatever it takes because they're speaking in their pain. There, there are two ways to speak um, from a bad situation. One is in the pain and one is from the pain. So we obviously know speaking in the pain is going to not be productive. I mean, you're going to get a lot of results. You're going to get a lot of reactions. You might get some desired results. You might be like, oh, I hate men too. I hate women too. I, you know, I can't stand this. I can't stand that because you're speaking in your pain. So what a lot of people need to do is to, is, is to stop. They need to rein it in and get some healing before they speak. So let's talk about speaking from your pain. Okay. Now, I know this sounds like semantics and and we've got just prepositional phrases to and from, but what a difference. Um, I could think of all kinds of scenarios that just a prepositional phrase will change the whole meaning. 
And this is exactly what this does. And this is according to Joel. So, um, all right. So from your pain, um, I speak a lot on toxic relationships. Um, I feel like the Lord had given me uh, the desire to call it overcome evil with good from Romans chapter 12. And so when you can see the good, not, not in, not in what happened, but you can see the good in what God is doing. You see, as something is happening that is evil, we can believe that all things work together for good to them that love him and are called according to his purpose. So what they meant for evil, as Joseph said, talking about his brothers that sold him into slavery, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And so when Joseph, if Joseph were here today and he was speaking about the situation, Joseph could speak from his pain. So speaking from your pain brings healing. Speaking in your pain only causes more issues. Now, I hope that people out there are listening to what I'm saying. Um, as people had to calm me down when I was most angry, you know, when you find out your spouse is cheating on you and with multiple people and, and, and it just compounds and the anger, the frustration, the hurt, the pain. And when I spoke back then, it was, it, it would have been words that came right directly you know, right directly in my pain. I was in the moment of pain when I spoke. Have you ever spoken before and said something that you wish you wouldn't have? Well, if you're not in that case, I, I you're either number one, not human, or number two, you're lying. <laughs> you know, because we get hurt and we say a lot of things that, um, you know, we wish we could pull back um, but reality is we can't once they're released from our mouth it's like pulling a trigger on a gun and those words are out there okay and there is and if they hit target they hit target and and you know people have been shot by a literal gun point blank and survived there's been other people shot from long distance or carelessly accidentally shot and died be careful what you speak. The Bible declares that our words are life and death. So speak life, it says. So as we speak in our pain, it's important, uh, you know, to process that out um, with someone that is healthy someone that wants in the best interest of you, someone that is not going to continue to stir the pot, if you will. But when we speak from our pain, that's when you have an area of ministry. To minister means to serve. When I get behind the microphone, this is my service to you. I'm not wanting 
you to applaud me. I'm not wanting you to pat me on the back. I'm saying that I went through something crazy and I feel like that God has given me a commission to help others because of my pain. And so when I speak, I hope I always am speaking from pain, from my experience. Yeah, there's a lot of experiences that you can have, but it doesn't mean that you're bitter about it if you talk about it. It doesn't mean that you've not healed because you talk about it. It doesn't mean a lot of things because you talk about it. There's other people who don't talk about anything and, and, and carry around a lot of resentment in their heart. So what do you do with that? So what am I saying? There is a great need to speak from your pain. I would love, I've offered to do interviews. I've done interviews. Maybe I can do some more, you know, podcast type interviews with people that can speak from their pain. They can say, you know what? This is what I learned. This is, I became who I became because of what I went through. I, my life was tough, but now I can see where the sun is starting to shine again, metaphorically speaking. The birds are singing. The grass is green. Flowers are blooming. It's like springtime. I finally got free. So what am I saying again? If you have a story, maybe your job is to tell the one person at your workplace write it down but if you have a story i believe the story is like you're a steward of that story and i think that you have a responsibility with telling it and that's just what i believe and i believe that's part of what is called stewardship you have something and what are you doing with it. I sit behind a microphone. It's it's late at night again. I have this on my heart to share. Um I I need to be in bed right now. But I wanted to come on here and tell you to not only speak from your pain, not only to withhold when you're speaking um in your pain, but also be careful who you listen to. If someone, or, or the music that you're listening to, because I, I told my son, I said, I, I really don't care that you, you, you play NF because of this. Because when he sings, he sings in his pain. And he talks a lot about his pain. And it doesn't seem like he ever got healed from it. I don't know the guy personally. Um, I have no idea. But I can tell you a lot of songs that, that are written some of them are really good, you know, stories. And they're singing from their pain. I could, a lot of songs are circling through my head, even as I speak. But I can tell you this. When you speak from your pain, you have power. 
when someone knows that you went through that, you have authority. It doesn't mean everything you say is right. It doesn't mean everything that I say is right. But we're more apt to listen to someone who went through it than we are to someone who figured a way around it. You got to heal. And when you heal, you have an opportunity to share. And when you share, you are paying it forward. You're saying, people help me. Now it's my time to help others. That's how we overcome evil with good.